Oh, recording is in progress. Well, hey, thanks everybody. Uh, and Coach Starch here, super excited for another episode of TMP Hockey. Um, thanks everybody so far for your support. Uh, it's been awesome to you know get the feedback that you know, we've been getting. You know, I know to this point we haven't been able to get uh, Ivan or Garrett on the show, but you know they're grinding away. Everybody's got different schedules, stuff like that happens. But if you could do me a huge favor and us a huge favor, if you can click that favorite little like follow, subscribe, those beautiful buttons that we love so much. Hit that. All right. It's only going to help us out and keep this train rolling. Um, but yeah, no, seriously, all the support has been awesome. And so what I went out and did is I'm feeling like it's Christmas time. Christmas is coming up. And I was like, you know what? I'm feeling generous. I'm not just going to go out and get one awesome guest. I'm going to go out and get two. Okay. So this is what's going to happen for this episode. I went out and I talked to my buddy, Dan, who's I'm going to introduce him in a minute. And he went out and found one of his buddies who I guess he plays hockey. I'm not too sure. We'll figure it out in this episode. Um, and so I'm going to introduce them both. And then we're going to get this thing on the road. So just to start with introductions, we'll start with um, actually, you know, we'll change it up. We'll start with Daniel. Daniel. Hey, hey. you know what? People love the Doug Bossy episode so much. Yeah. You're like, well, we got to get this guy back on. And I thought, well, one of the next best things to do, I was like, let's get his left-hand man. Let's get Dan Sarnecki on the horn and get him on here. And then he could tell us about, you know, the family advising thing and, and working with Dougie. And uh, yeah, just that's enough of me talking, whatever I'm saying. You can go ahead and introduce yourself, um, how you know our next guest, and we'll, we'll kind of go from there. Yeah. So like what uh, Zach was touching base on, first of all, um, they're both named Zach here. Um moving forward Zach Sharp his nickname is going to be Sharpie and I'm going to be referring to him as that uh Zach Sargis is going to be Sarge I'm not going to say Zach because it's just going to cause too much confusion what Zach was saying um Zach uh reached out to me and wanted me to come on the uh podcast and talk a little bit about the uh family advising but um in the little agency that I do right now and who I'm with, but right now uh, that's for a later time. I just want to talk. Um, I wanted to bring in a special guest and I knew that this gentleman was uh, at home right now suffering from a nice uh, injury and I wanted to get him on the horn as well. All uh, right. So let's uh, introduce you uh, Sioux Falls stampede defenseman. All six, oh, let's see this, hold on really quick. All here. six foot, yeah, half. <laughs> Let me help ahead. you out here. I got the whole intro set up and yeah, ready to go, go because ahead, man. I was super excited and thank you for setting this up. But we got this kid from Naperville, Illinois, and what a beauty, right? Like grew up in Naperville. He's 6'1", 185, like soaking wet. Uh, no, 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 a USHL, uh, 171. And, and, oh, and his geez. height and weight was confirmed by Entral, uh, NHL Central Scouting. So okay, not, thank you NHL for fact for fact checking. We yep, appreciate that. Yep. Um, yo, grew up playing AAA in the Chicagoland area. Now he's playing over in the U Show in the USHL for the Sioux Falls Stampede. How are you? Um, and then you know Team USA had a little stint there for the Holinka Cup. I know we were texting back and forth about that. Um, Committed to WMU, Western Michigan. Let's go Broncos. Um, and, you know, I have a feeling that, you know, there's a lot more on the horizon for this kid. Uh, so, you know, thanks for letting me introduce you, Sharpie. Sharpie, how are you doing? 
I'm good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. So you talking about it? Where where are you at? Are you you home right now? Or are you? Yeah. So I'm at home. So obviously I got a tooth knocked out um, two weeks ago in Waterloo. So I had to come home for emergency surgery and stuff like that. So nice to be home for a little break, and then obviously Christmas break next week. So kind of just took advantage of it, being home, seeing friends, family. So it's been nice, nice break from hockey, but. Excited to get yeah. back. Uh, I go back, I think, January 2nd. So excited to get back. But a couple more doctor's appointments before that. Yeah. Oh, honestly, so, like, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple or whatever, like, hey, it does not look that bad. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't. It's just regular hockey smile, but just missing one tooth. It yeah. was it was really bad when I didn't have any teeth in. My lip was gashed, but it looks better yeah. now. The doctors did a good job. Do you want to uh, like hop right in and start the show with that? Like what, what's the story behind it? Like how that all happened? Yeah, we can, from what I remember. So it's probably my second shift in the game. Uh, forward was coming down. He cut to the middle. So I put on my stick to kind of deflect the shot. And I, it ramped up my, my stick into my face. So the puck hit my teeth and knocked him out. And then his stick followed through on, on my face too and caught my left side of my lip open. So my lip was kind of hanging by a thread, so I needed 20 stitches there. And then, obviously, they they found my found two of the three of my teeth on the ice, and then they put two teeth back in when I was laying on the table, I think, outside of our locker room. And then they rushed me to the hospital to get my lip fixed, and then my teeth, they did. I don't really remember what else they did to my teeth, but... They gave me a bunch of medicine, not feel anything, but I, I I remember I went in a shock after it happened, and then I went back and I watched, like, when I was in the hospital, I like, watched what happened and stuff, and then I, I, I didn't realize how much blood, like, loss from my mouth there was, but they showed it. They showed an angle from behind the net, and it was it was actually pretty scary, like, how much blood there was. That, and then yeah, I remember... Yeah, yeah, it was just like it all because I remember I had my yeah I remember I had my glove by my hand and then I dropped it to like see what happened. It all just came out. I remember the trainer the next day told me like because I had to go back to the rink the next day to get my gear to bring home, and I remember he said he didn't have my gloves because they were getting cleaned like three times since it was just all blood on my palms, and there's still blood left over on my gloves, but. So I mean that that's really what I remember from what happened. Well, yeah, good for you for like it's crazy how that stuff happens. I'm glad you're all right. Um yeah. so this happened in Waterloo. Yeah, about two and, weeks ago. You know what I feel like it's maybe understated or people don't realize it enough too, is like so they patched you up a little bit there, like right on the spot. Yeah, they uh I I they just put two of my teeth back in. So, and I remember they found them and then they gave them to the trainer. And then my trainer, I remember he said that like, this is going to hurt. And I was like, what, like, what are you doing? And he says, I'm putting your teeth back in. And one tooth got put in normally and then the other didn't go in normally. So. Yeah. But the, the part I'm trying to get to is like, it's, it's actually awesome and super understated how, well and like how good these teams have people like ready on hand for like when emergencies like this happen so you know, yeah. I know 
maybe like, yeah, sure. I'm sure your parents were freaking out at the time, but you know, really they had yeah. like good procedures in place to like patch you up, get you in a good spot to where, you know, you're, you're relatively comfortable, but um, yeah, glad, glad you're doing all right, big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Um, so just, you know, we were going through what we want to talk about today a little. Um, and Daniel, do you have any, any questions for, for Sharpie? No, I mean, uh, it, it all depends on where do you want to start off with? I have so many questions for Sharpie, even though yeah. I know, I, I know pr- probably all the answers to them. All right. So <laughs> you, you grew up in, in Naperville. What was growing up like for you? How did you get into hockey? Like, tell us that type of story. Um, my, so my mom played hockey around the area when she grew up. So when I was able to walk, so she just put me on skates and I actually started skating at Seven Bridges. So pretty cool growing up still playing there sometimes working out training there and like that's really where i grew up at seven ridges so it's pretty cool okay nice um i need yeah. to turn my attention to daniel Sar- sarnecki real quick hey what what are you are you drinking that polish water yes you guys are gypsies huh yes straight carbonated um, water from the springs in poland beautiful in krakow you know actually i actually wanted to start with this too but like uh yesterday i guess you know, we, we live in a, in a condo unit, so there's a bunch of people, other people here, and some of the people are Polish here. And so you know, we saw Mon- like Monica, saw one of our older neighbors. She's probably like 65, and she was like, oh, wow, like I didn't recognize you. And you can probably relate to this, how Polish people were like, will say, hey, if your palm's a G, like you're going to have money come in or like something like that. And she's like, oh, I didn't recognize you. That means like, you know, you're going to be wealthy. And I was like, what? how does that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of different weird sayings and i don't know if i believe all of them but i mean that's (laughs) that's up to uh who the person is really but yeah yeah um so sharpie uh so you grew up playing like triple a did you start off like right away playing triple a or how did you get into that and then talk about like the path from you know where you started Uh, playing triple a and then how you got to the to the ushl uh, so I started, I think the Naperville Sabres for pretty much my whole like youth career until Wee minor. Then I went for Wee minor year. I went to Chicago Americans for two years. And then I went to team Illinois for two years. And then I played for Chicago mission the last two years. So I played Dang, mission. You were jumping so around. You were missing theory on that list. No, I would never go theory. Um, oh my god i uh oh boy. yeah so i played keep going mission. keep going so i played mission u15 u16 year and then u15 years when the ushl draft was and then i got drafted to sioux falls u15 year and then so, yeah keep going i'm gonna I'll, and then I'll played my u16 year and then this my first year in the USHL. Well, I played seven games last year after my U16 year in the USHL with Sioux got, Falls. Got the call up. I remember talking to you. I forgot what team you guys were playing. I for uh, Des Moines. Des Moines was my first game. No, 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 no. Yeah, you were still playing at Mission. I went to go talk with you, and then I think you were the one that told me. You're like, hey, I think after the the year, I'm gonna I'm gonna head up to Sioux Falls, and I'm like, do it, love it. Yeah. So yeah, it. I had seven games there. It was uh, about a month. Uh, lost in the semifinals to the national championship. You sixteen year, yeah. So then two days later, I was on a mm. on a plane to Sioux Falls, which was 
Oh, quick turnaround. Cool. I mean, they want to, you know, yeah. they want to get you up there as quick as uh, they can. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. more time away you spend on the ice, I feel is just, you know, not ideal for, for yourself yeah. or for the team. They want to get you on a plane. They want to get you back on the ice and start getting yeah, acclimated. Definitely. So definitely, really yeah. quick, what, what were your um, coaches? I did not know actually that you played uh, for CYA, AKA now the Windy City Storm. Yeah. Um, I, Harley yeah, and ahead. Jonah. Harley Fisher okay. and Jonah Ori. So I played for them for two years. And then at Team Illinois, I played for Russ Nemenko and then Tom okay. Newton. Okay, Tom Newton. Okay, what was your decision after two years at CYA, two years at Team Illinois to be like, you know what, U15 year, probably, let's be honest, the biggest year of any youth uh, players' yeah. uh, hockey career due to the fact that that's where everything opens up for you guys where it comes to OHL draft NTDP selection um, OHL draft. I mean, I think they made a change um, in how old you guys would be to commit. But I know back when me and Sarge played, we literally had, I think 13 and 14 years old already committing NCAA. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, the change. You had to be, yeah. After your U15 year, that summer, September 1st, you could commit. So, I mean, I remember finished year at TI and then wait a little bit to like start thinking about like, oh, like maybe we should start going, start branching out and go to Mission. I mean, Mission was always the number one team mm-hmm. and everyone wanted to beat them. It's kind of like, can't beat them, join them. So, <laughs> but so, I mean, I I thought so we got in contact with Mark Roy and then Yannick and then we just kind of talked about going there and then they offer spots so kind of hard to do 15 year correct yeah so kind of hard to not mm-hmm. take that so oh, went there yeah and then we had a really good team like we had yeah I'm looking up how many, how many right now on how many guys are the yeah. three NTDP kids. A lot of yeah. kids in USHL. Yeah, those three NCP so. uh, kids would be uh, Slagger or Carter Slagger, Gabe Perot, and Paul Fisher. Correct? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, obviously, we had a really good team that year. We lost in semifinals, team. semifinals, and nationals there too. So I mean, two third places at nationals doesn't isn't really good, but no, it's it just really good runs. Like, yeah, I mean, really good runs, a lot of potential on both teams, but came up short both times. But, I mean, really cool experiences with both of those teams to do that. Yeah. Do you remember uh, what the teams were that you came into and you ended up, like, losing to uh, at Nationals? Yeah, the Honey Bake team uh, in the semifinals, they ended up winning the national championship. And then you 16-year BK selects, they ended up winning too. So, I mean – Makes it a little better that they ended up winning. We lost the winning team, but still, still stings. But yeah, never feels good. But at least yeah. you know, like that was probably the championship game, right? Where you know you guys probably had a pretty close game, and then you know, yeah, yeah, just ran into hot hand. Yeah. Um. So really, so, quick, go go. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, uh, Sarge. No, I'll use Dan. Yeah, so really quick, uh, let's go back to your U15 year. Uh, so did you know going into uh, that year that it was going to be, I, I mean, not to put, 
you know, crazy pressure on you guys, but it is a very, very big year for, you know, the uh, under 15 players in the country due to the fact that NTDP is watching, USHL scouts are watching, OHL scouts are watching. Um, um, yes, go ahead. I mean, yeah, I had an idea about it. Like, I wasn't the most informed about it. Like, it wasn't my only worry about it but like as the season picked up and scouts started coming to watch and you start talking to these guys then you started getting more informed about it and then you like know like all these guys are here they're watching you and then colleges are there too i mean our games used to be packed with ohl ushl colleges yeah, and and ntp is I mean, yeah how good you I guys mean, were i guarantee you yeah. A lot of scouts yeah, I, had your, you guys, whoever you guys played, circled on your calendar where, whenever you guys went to, um, whether it was Illinois, Michigan, um, Wisconsin, wherever it is you guys were playing, they wanted to go watch. Yeah, I mean, it was almost every game there was an NTP scout there. I mean, we always we were always in Michigan. I mean, they were always there. Our games used to just be packed with scouts, and it, it was fun to play them. I mean – well, yeah, highly I mean, anticipated, I highly anticipated games. I mean, and knowing we're we are such a good team, I mean, it was just fun to play. And then everyone wanted to beat us too, and it was just fun, yeah. like not letting that happen and stuff. So, one hundred percent, just the pressure and all that good stuff. Uh, really quick, yeah. uh, since we're still talking about the U fifteen year, when did you um uh know that Sioux Falls was kind of on your radar the most and Take us through the process of how you found out that you were um, drafted by them in the, I want to say the second round of the future yeah, phase, phase round. one draft. Yeah, I went yeah. Uh, 17th. Yes. So, I mean. I love how you, I love how you know that. 17th overall. <laughs> not a big deal. Not right, a big um, deal. So, I mean, I think uh, – it was after the NCP like camps, like the top forty evaluation camps, is when like they started heavily scouting like those guys that were probably going. I mean, most everyone in those camps went. I mean, first, second, third round in the USHL draft. So, I mean, that's where really all the USA like every team was there. I mean, and then phone calls after that, like they found out who the kids that didn't make NTP were, and then the phone calls started going. So I think the teams I directly to... call you personally, yeah. or do they so, call your agent slash like dad? No, so they would call. They would like. They would probably contact my agent, but I mean, I had like one-on-one calls with. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably yeah, half the teams. Yeah, yeah, probably half the teams. I mean, there was probably yeah, yeah there's probably a handful of teams that I didn't talk to. I mean, usually like those calls are probably like 10 to 30 minute calls. Just yeah, like, just to get to know, know me. You. I mean, they, they've done, yeah. I guarantee you their, their homework on every single one of these players. I think it was just to like a, put a voice to the name really. And just yeah, like yeah, it's, that's really all minutes. it was. And then like, obviously some would like tell you where they think they would try to get you at. And then Sioux Falls was um, really, they called me, I think a bunch. And then, Mm-hmm. had a lot of conversations and then they I remember that I was I was either going to go to second overall to them or 17th because that's the picks they had and then yeah I didn't they, go second yeah. 
I didn't go second to them. And then I was like, all right, like anything could really open up now because I had talked to a bunch of teams. And, I, and then they ended up taking me at, uh, at 17th. And then I was watching. They had like a live stream. And I was oh, watching they, on my phone. They didn't, so, uh, they didn't call you like right before or anything? No, they didn't text I, I, you, I, like, hey, we took you no. to in 17th overall. Keep an eye out. Congrats. No, no, they just they didn't even say a word, huh? No, they just they just took me and then I didn't get a call for like an hour. Wow. Yeah, I mean let, I mean I'm not gonna lie, they were probably busy in the yeah in the war room, especially with the I mean, I was, draft. Or, yeah, uh, I mean I was pretty excited. I was pretty excited. I was getting a bunch of texts and stuff because all like I think I, I texted you too. I texted yeah, you, I, mean, I, I threw it on Instagram. Yeah. I gave you a little yeah. shout out. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were were watching, so it was kind of cool. It's a big and deal. It, it was also cool to see like, hi, and eight eight of my teammates that year got drafted. This was our group chat was kind of buzzing, like, yeah. yo, like, congrats, congrats, like, congrats, yeah. It, it, it's it a big step, cool. like I said. That, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That U15 year was a really special year. Not only I obviously you guys, uh, I don't want to keep bringing it up, but you guys fell short obviously at nationals. But I mean, I think you yeah, know, we after you guys got past that. You know, everyone's you know doors and futures really opened up toward uh, yeah. towards the future, and I think it was more of a celebration of how special this group was at yeah that year yeah. with the U15 uh, level at Mission. Uh, really quick uh, as well, can you talk us through a little bit of the recruiting process? Because I see that I mean, this is I I know when you committed, uh, Elite Prospects has it that you committed. September 7th, 2021. I don't know if that's accurate or, or what. Uh, can you just take us through exactly uh, the recruiting process was like with, uh -oh. I mean, let's be honest, you probably had several offers, not just from Western Michigan University. Um, so, yeah. So yeah, I remember, so like teams were able to, I found this out actually the day of so i guess teams were able to like colleges were able to call you like officially on january 1st and yes i didn't yes. i didn't know that so i slept in a little late on january 1st and i i missed a good handful of calls what I they already yeah. got your numbers and they were just already reaching out on january yeah. 1st come on yeah i mean i remember i had good amount of voicemails be like hey like this is so-and-so from wherever, like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just wanted to reach out, get in contact. And then I had a bunch of emails from these schools too. And I was like, Oh, I really missed these calls. <laughs> like, because I didn't know. And then it was, yeah. it was pretty cool. Like, I walked downstairs and like mom, dad, like so-and-so called, like all these, like these schools called. And it was pretty cool. And then, so yeah, I see like those schools, like they stay in touch a little. And then like some like faded out, some went harder, like, it all depended. Then Western came in the picture. My main camp at Sioux Falls. My yeah. So that main camp after I got drafted. That's right. You when, you committed when you were on the U sixteen, correct? Yeah. Like middle so, of the year. No beginning. So beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I have a story about that. So. Yeah, he would never do something like that in the middle of the year, Dan. Hey man, when Western Michigan calls knocking and they're like, "Hey, yeah, we'll we'll give you a spot so, here," and you're kind of like, eh, "I'll take it." So, so um, 
Uh, so I was at main camp and obviously Andy Murray was the coach then. Um, it's Pat Fershweiler. So Andy Murray, um, he, uh, he was looking for my dad there, I think. And he got in contact with my dad and then I talked to him and then we kind of stayed in contact. And then, um, obviously the summer went on, wasn't really playing hockey. And then, and then the conversation picked up with him and then he offered me, um, like scholarship and stuff there and I thought about it for a little and then like my sister goes there so I she's been going there for four years now so I kind of grew up on that campus like a little bit like I remember like always going like moving days and like went to hockey games growing up I always thought it's the coolest thing so it was pretty cool when I got that offer and to like know that oh like I could be playing here in mm-hmm. how many years and then I see like talked about um with my family when I visit I want to visit other places and I just like thought like Western was like the place for me so so that's why I chose it and then so I committed like pretty early obviously after the first of September and then I remember our first weekend we were playing the T-Birds U16 year and my first shift I was just getting beaked like for no reason what do you mean like chirped yeah they were chirping me and they were like where the hell is he? Where the hell is Western Michigan? And then this kid on my team goes, "It's a D one school." Wow, that's actually and really surprising. The fact that yeah, these, uh, I was I was getting like about from nobodies. Like uh, I was getting. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. If if you you uh, I mean you sixteen T birds, like you would think that they would know. Um, I mean, let's be honest. So you sixteen T birds, obviously University of Denver. It's actually yeah. really funny because Denver plays in the NCHC and so does Colorado College and so does Western Michigan. So if they don't know, then yeah, I think that, they were just trying, I think to, I trying would to get to my head. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean I they were they're committed to the it, same. It didn't. I was just kind of just laughing at them. So yeah, that that actually would just throw me completely off guard. I'd be like, yeah, I'm I mean, to a Dan, but that Dan, you get it. You like. You say anything just to say anything, right? Just try to get no, like. Under, under I, yeah, I would definitely say that's a sharpie. Hey, I know you committed D one to Western Michigan last year. Strike the play for the T Birds, which is in Colorado. <laughs> University of Denver and Colorado College are both D one hockey schools. There, I'm gonna trip this kid and pretend like I don't know where Western Michigan is, even though they play in the same conference as Western Michigan. Yeah. That's they were, just they were bad. Sad. So they were they, trying to give you the the safety school champ. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I, it, it didn't. It didn't sense. really. It didn't. It didn't really. That would have caught me, me I mean. so off guard. I would have been like, I, I just kind of, I just kind of laughed at them. Like, I, I didn't go. Like after I committed, like it was like we had a game like two weeks, and I didn't, I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think I was gonna get chirped or anything, or anything. And then my first shift, I'm just the face off. Of course, is in the neutral zone right next to their bench, and I line up closest to the bench and i'm just getting beaked for no reason for committing <laughs> it's just like, like is anyone on your team public too right yeah so i wonder I, how I, they found out i mean i don't know I mean, maybe like a line chart or something yeah line charts know. the yeah. social media maybe they saw it yeah. on prospects or something like yeah. that but it's yeah. just weird to me how you know you committed a week before and already like the entire you know teams that you're about to play like already know that's weird i wonder who made that public uh you know it could have been western michigan obviously they wanted a 
say that, but it was just weird to me yeah. how, how teams already found out that you were committed, you know, a couple of days right before you actually like committed. Yeah. I mean, pretty whatever. And it, so, it was a, yeah. it was a fun process. I mean, I mean, it was always cool getting those texts from schools. Well, yeah, but, of course, a hundred percent. And then Sharpie probably had cool. like three points that game against Colorado, the T-Birds. I, I, I remember I, uh, I actually had a hurt back. I had a bad back, and because you're so tall. No, I did something. I was playing golf or something. I hurt my back. Oh my back. god! <laughs> I was I was playing golf. I was playing and golf, and I, and I got hurt. Pulled something. So I remember I had a bunch of like KT tape on my back, a bunch oh of bio god. bio freeze, and I was I was hurting, but I, I wanted to play, and then I got nailed. Like I. I remember this specifically. I was skating up, cut through the middle, and I kind of opened up to the guy, and he kind of like Cronwall hit me, like he hit me with his back, and I flew into the boards, and their whole bench went nuts. And I remember guys just standing over me, just ripping me, but uh, it did not feel good on the back. <laughs> but, it happened, but yeah, that was my that was my first game after committing. It was just kind of kind of a wake up call. Yeah, good. I mean, hey, yeah, you're 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 the man now. You know, you have an NCAA commitment in your in your resume. So obviously, uh, kids are going to be going for you. Obviously, they're a little yeah. and all that good stuff. They want to be obviously have a D one commitment. So yeah, yeah, but no, it was definitely definitely cool. All right, Sharpie, while we're here, Sarge, we're... let's go. What? Let's go. Take over, man. No, you dude, you guys are having really good back and forth. So it's like awesome to because Sharpie, you're doing a great job. So I appreciate it. And yeah, you're doing Dan, a great you're doing, job talking. You're you're yeah. doing a great job asking questions. Um, Sharpie, you know, yeah. you talked about heart, like highly anticipated games and people coming out and like your first experience with that. Um, what were your nerves like? And I'm sure it got easier the more times you got yeah. to like meet those. Like you know, times with more high pressure like situations. I mean, um, what was it like? And then, what was your support system too? Like, I'm, I'm assuming your mom and your dad and your family and stuff. But talk about that a little. Um, I mean, there's always those high anticipated games. I mean, almost every weekend we had because obviously we were, we were the mission and everyone wanted to beat us, so we knew that everyone was going to bring their best game. So every game was anticipated highly. But I remember we used to. Had a little rivalry between uh, Windy City Storm, and when we would play at their rink, they would bring like all their high school friends, and it'd be I like. I heard about this. I heard about yeah, this. They used so, to pack the barn. It pack was like the barn. Minnesota <laughs> high school pack. hockey game. Yeah, so they no, didn't I'm serious, have a big Sarge, rink. It was unreal. Like, so they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't have a bit. They didn't have a big rink at all, and there were stands about like maybe four rows, like of just bleachers, and it just or wasn't that much. Arena, right? or yeah, so yeah. they would like parents would have to like get there early to like watch their kids play like because those kids would get there kind of early to get a spot like they would yeah. stand on the boards and the glass and like hang over and yell at us and it was just like those games were because i remember it was kind sounds of like a COVID blast year. yeah it was kind of our covid year and we had a scrimmage because no one could play so we had to call it a scrimmage so it wasn't even really a game and we we're just like uh it's just like a scrimmage and obviously it's gonna be a tough game but when we got on the ice like the place was packed and it was buzzing nobody was keeping was, five feet away 
no and it was i mean there were signs there like oh like stay six feet away from each other nope there it was packed like people were all around the boards and the kids they were yelling no they chance going on yeah i mean no not not that like, i care or anything but i mean we had to wear the mask on the ice and these kids that's, are, we were like, oh. yeah that's we were like, uh, imagine yeah, if you had a mask and a bubble oh man you yeah, couldn't breathe yeah we were, we were like all right really and then so those games and then so we had a state championship game because we couldn't do it at mount prospect so of course windy city had to do it at their rink so a bit of a bit of a home home ice advantage for them and they packed it and it was loud and these kids are like a bunch of bunch of randoms they don't know anything about hockey so no yeah they're just they're just there to no. they're probably all make noise. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably all bombed and stuff. So anything anytime like a little rub off would happen, the place would go nuts. Like it was just, <laughs> it was just kind of stupid. And they would score and it would just be like like the place would erupt. So we ended up losing stake. We actually didn't win a game in their building because I don't know, we just we, we just couldn't we just yeah. couldn't we just couldn't match their energy. We had we just had each other. They had everyone there, so it was fine. But that those are those are the games you marked on your calendar. Like obviously, um, HPHL games, us versus Honey Baked. Growing up, those are always big, because that's when in in Michigan, that's when the scouts would come. So, I mean, I remember first HPHL weekend, it was packed. Like I, I didn't like know like all the teams, and I was kind of like, oh, like who's this, who's that. Like I didn't know all the teams, like what they were all about and then like you got familiar as year one i mean obviously i was a little nervous playing but as it got easier i mean yeah it, was, it, was, it wasn't too too it's bad like, so it's like most things right like maybe the first time you do it you're like ah like you have a lot of nerves and then the more times you see that situation feeling a little bit better so that makes sense yeah definitely definitely yeah um so talk about like the first day you showed up at sioux falls um how you felt like the team is, how you like the whole, I guess, you know, you've been there for two years now. So just talk about like that uh, environment and that experience so far. Well, here, uh, here, so, first talk about how you, cause uh, he played seven games last year. So you want him okay. to talk about that experience? Yeah. Like, Hey, yeah. we, no offense, Sharpie, but Hey, lost wow. at nationals. Boom. On a flight to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, like two days later, yeah. do you want him to talk about that? Or do you want him to talk about like, starting at Sioux Falls this year no start start with that because that's awesome I'm sure you were like obviously bummed and then you were like yeah, oh let's so, go like <laughs> more hockey so I remember so obviously went home in the car and I was just like my mom was just like all right we need to pack this you need to start packing like you gotta get your gear ready and everything because you're there for a month like you need to bring like good amount of clothes like you're there for a while so I remember um, so first day I get there, so I walk in the locker room and I remember this, this older guy had a, had a shirt off and a big wolf tattoo. Of course, of course. He, had, he had a big tattoo and I was just like, what, like, what, what is this? Cause like, obviously you don't see kids that you succeed with tattoos. No, no. Or full beards whole, maybe. Yeah. It was just a whole different league. And it's just like, all right, like. This, this is what I'm getting myself into. Like, this is like, it's the real deal. So, I mean, oh, obviously, yeah. like, first practice was a little, a little nervous, but obviously, could hang with those guys. And 
was right there with them the whole um the whole month and stuff but i remember first game had a rookie lap i was pretty nervous for that but that's awesome uh, yeah and the first game i was pretty nervous but after like my first couple shifts i got my feet wet acclimated while we're right there um did you do anything to get the nerves out like you know a lot of times too right you try to either like make a like a good first pass or you know lay the body like do something to like i uh I remember my first shift that uh, I got the puck at neutral zone and I kind of, kind of like skate in the, in the, in the zone. I just got a shot in that. I was like, all right, like there's my Let's first go. shot in that. Like, and then I remember like, it was my first shift. I was like, all right, like, I got, I got this. Like, yeah, I'm so here. Not, like, you know, there's yeah, a reason why I'm here. Yeah. So I remember like, Oh, I can make an impact in my second game. I got assist and stuff. So it was pretty cool. It was pretty good experience it was definitely big for this year so going in the year of confidence knowing like oh like you deserve to be here like you can play in this league so and then obviously like you kind of walk in like you know all the guys too like the guys that return like you're like one of them now like you're like you're familiar with yeah yeah Yeah. so it's it's way easier than becoming like a new like oh five younger guy not knowing anyone like trying to make like your make a spot on the team and stuff. So, yeah. Did you spend a lot of time there in the off season or, um, did you uh, come home? I, or what did you do? Uh, we came home. So we were already out of the playoffs. So like everyone was just anxious to get home. So the day after, so we lost, um, Saturday night or something in the last game of the season. And we got out there Sunday morning. So me and my billet brother, there he was he used to play for the steel so he was actually coming back to see his billets because he had to drive to michigan so he just dropped me at home and then, then kind of just chilling out i didn't really i didn't really feel like skating or anything for a couple of weeks so i kind of just relaxed just hung out with buddies and stuff that's good and then got, and then i see started summer training so yeah, yeah. it was it was, pre- it was pretty good summer definitely definitely had a good summer Nice. Um, so yeah, you showed up like, I'm sure like you mentioned too, right. Having that first experience of being the new guy and you're like exposed to a whole new world. And then now yeah. you had the off season to train, you know what you're preparing for. Now you show up there. What do you feel like your role is like? Um, and how, like, what's your mission to like, you know, contribute to the team and stuff like that? I mean, I'd say my role is, you know, contribute offensively, but, not only offensively, but defensively, have a good stick and stuff. Kind of be a leader out there. As a younger guy, it's kind of hard to be like a leader, but kind of got to kind of got to learn how to do that. But I mean, I'd say done a pretty good job as leader. But I mean, you always you kind of control the game out there. I mean, that's what I like to do: um, make good passes, join the rush, contribute offensively and stuff. So it's good. So, yeah, so I kind of like. I like to do both ways, a little two-way game, so. Yeah, it's good. Um, Sioux Falls, is that, is that South Dakota, right? Yeah, it is South Dakota. So I'm sure there's – is you got one one mean dude on your team? Is it the guy with the wolf tattoo or, like, who's, who's probably <laughs> – No, he's, he's gone. Um, like, what do you mean one main dude? You no, know, like, the, the, the tough guy. Like, if, you know, something happens, uh, yeah. you know this guy's yeah, going to answer do. it. We do have a tough guy. He's Clint Levins. He's – He's already got two or three fights this year, so 
he's he's pretty you don't want you don't want to mess with him if you're oh yeah this he's, is his third year in the league last year he had a, 154 pins before oh, that had two uh 121 committed to providence everybody's yeah, checking so. the game notes on this guy yeah oh yeah you better will, be advised if he he's will, on the ice he will break your jaw so I mean, I, I mess with him in practice. Definitely and you're like, I can guy. take you any day. Yeah, I mess with him in practice. And he's a no, forward he's not, he's, too, huh? Yeah, he, I mean, he's not going to do anything, but he hits He hits hard. He will, You'll he feel will change it. the game. Yeah, he'll change the game around. Just plays the game remember, hard way. I remember a couple games ago, he he came from a – I was on the ice, and I was going up to kind of angle the guy and – in the neutral zone, he came across and he nailed some of the guy, like turned and kind of hit him from behind. And gloves just shed. I remember he got out of there. And I was kind of first one in because I was right there. And these guys are going after me. I'm like, where are you? Like, you're supposed to, this is supposed to be you. And he was already getting taken to the penalty box. So I remember I joined him in the box. It was, it was stupid scrum, but yeah. it was just, it was kind of, it was so Evan funny. Like, like, yeah, yeah you, you saw him come out of nowhere and just nail someone. So on the choo-choo tracks. Yeah. Um, and then so you know, going through the season, I I guess I'm not really sure the Holy Cup, right? You were part of that. What was your yeah, experience like yeah. with that? Was that in the middle of the that season? Was in the summer. No, that summer? was summer. That was uh... and they picked those those teams out of national camp, right? Yeah. So I mean it was probably the coolest hockey experience of my life. I mean, throwing that USA jersey on. Yeah. So obviously, the national camp was in Buffalo. So it was a week long camp. And so if you made the all star thing, you're there for another three, four days. So I was like, I made it. I was like, all right, I'm here. I'm going to be here for another three days. I got, I got to make this team. I got to make it worth it. Cause yeah. it would just kind of suck to be there for a week and three days in Buffalo and these horrible dorms and stuff. So, and then obviously you got my name called in the room, went in the room, and it's just like just such like a sigh of relief. Yeah. So like how make- how did that happen? Was it uh pit, like after uh the two all how many all-star games did you guys play? Two, three? Three, I think. Yeah. So after the third one, we we all showered up and stuff. We went up to this conference room and the, like the everyone. staff. Yeah, everyone all teams. Yeah, so we all went in this conference room and then a coach went in the room with just pad of paper and like obviously everyone knew like that's the team. So mm-hmm. I didn't hear my name called that like from the first few guys. I like, all right. Like, wait, wait, wait. So he a, literally had a piece of paper and a pen. Yeah, yeah, and he and literally he, just named off the roster in front yes. of everyone. Yeah. So I mean Wow. That's... I heard my name. I mean my name was like probably like the six names. And then so like you, once your name got called, you just got up and you went in a different room. It's just like the guys I was sitting next to, I don't think they made it. And it was just kind of like a, all right, I'll see you guys later. Like, I felt bad. Like, but it was just like so cool to hear it. Cause I remember I was in the All-Star game for Five Nations last year. Yes, I didn't make yeah. it. So I, I knew the feeling of not getting your name called. Yeah. So it was so cool. And then wow, that's crazy. I remember, so then I remember texting my parents, like, yeah, because my parents weren't there. I was there. Well, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. texting, like, I, I, I made the team. Like, and then they were just like so proud of me. And then so we then we all flew home, obviously waited a little bit, and then it was probably three weeks. So just Zoom calls, like getting like like 
getting you ready for this, like knowing like what to expect. Like mm-hmm. then they told us like it's gonna go by so fast. Like and it did. So the actual tournament itself. Yeah. So I remember we got to Calgary. Uh we all flew into Calgary. We all stayed there for a day and then we all took a bus to Red Deer. And then we had probably five days of no games, just practices, yeah. probably practice once or twice a day. I mean, those days were, those days were kind of long. They were kind of boring, just slow, just getting like the team ready. Like, yeah. Your, I mean, obviously, your, yeah. yeah. Get your, get yeah. your feet wet a little bit. Some guys yeah. haven't been skating as much uh, over the yeah, summer I mean, as other guys. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely good for us. I mean, we had some fun, definitely kept the mood light there. But then there were some serious times that we worked on. Like, obviously, it was just like a team practice. We worked on power play, penalty kill, five on five, three on twos. Like, mm-hmm. It was the real deal there. And I mean, it was just so cool. Like, I remember you got there and your gear was there. Like, you, everyone was like, oh, like, look at my gloves. Like, these are so cool. Like, the wow. helmets. The red, everything. white, and blue. Yeah. And then, so, and then our first um, exhibition game was against Slovakia. And, I remember walking in the locker room and all the USA jerseys are set up. It's just like, yeah, that's pretty like, sick. here we go. Like, it was so cool. Yeah. And then getting ready and obviously, like, you're walking around the rink and you see all these other countries and seeing how they act. Like, I remember our locker room was right next to Sweden and you would hear their music and it was so loud. It was just Swedish What music. What kind? Sweet, uh, techno, five bucks. Yes. Yeah. It was techno. Yeah, oh, 100%. Sweet, some Swedish had, techno music. Yeah, they had their they had their music going, and then we had uh, Switzerland to our our right. They they didn't come out of locker too much, and then we had the Czechs who were mean, like they didn't fuck around at all. And so, like walking by, they would just stare at you, like no no fucks given. They would just stare at you. Yeah, because they wanted and to. So, you. Yeah, the Slovaks. I mean, I don't know where they were at, but. It was just so cool, like walking like through like the back, like behind the scenes, like because I like, obviously like you watch the World Juniors and you just see like them coming out of lockers, right? Like behind the scenes, like everyone's by each other. Yeah, like everyone like passes by each other. Teams walk by each other, and then, um, I mean, putting on the jersey for the first time was so cool to me. Like, like having my name, my number on the jersey, and then like really like going out for warm-ups and like seeing like USA versus Slovakia. It was so yeah. cool. And then like I happened to I happened to talk two times that game. So uh it was pretty cool to score in the USA jersey. Like I know it was an exhibition game, but it's still so cool. I, mean, I remember so that you te- you texted me during it or after I hear like hey did you see my goal? And I'm like what's going on right now? I'm like I'm at work. What's up? What's going on? Yeah. He's like yeah, yeah I'm, so, I'm playing for USA. And I'm like no I know that I said congrats. <laughs> But I didn't know. He's like, yeah, we won. I forgot what was it, like 7-2? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. And then yeah, you're like, yeah, you see, my, you see my goal, bro? And I'm like, yeah. yes, I did. Send me the highlight film. Yeah, send it. Yeah, it, it, was, pretty, it was pretty cool. Score twice there. I mean, it was still exhibition. It was still pretty cool. No, Score yeah, there. of course, 100%. I think you had an assist that game too, no? Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, pretty pretty good game. Yeah, like for, two points. First game is, yeah. yeah, first game is uh, – Playing for Team USA, so it was mm-hmm. nice to get your free with there. And then, then the next day we'd practice, right? And you were really like dialed in, like. Well, yeah. Now, go. now the real, 
real uh, yeah. group stage so then starts. We, so then we played like Germany or something, like blew them out of the water. Yeah, you did. 8 1. Yeah. And then we played, did we play Finland next? Finland yeah, next. We, they were they were good. They were a good team. We didn't we didn't beat them. We didn't play our best, but they were they were a good team. They they've been playing together for a while, so they they knew how to play and they got third place that tournament. Yeah. And then we played the Czechs. Yep. Right. Yep. Czechs. And so funny thing about the Czechs, and I mentioned how they're like they're, they're mean. Just mean. Yeah. And so someone on our team crossed the red line in warm-ups. Is that and a penalty or no? Or, no, or did the checks just take it personally? They took it personally and someone and someone got a hack to the back of the leg. Like a mean during warm warm-ups? So, yeah. So I mean I don't know where the I don't think the refs are on the ice. That's and surprising so, though. They should so be on the someone ice. so like we we kind of we kind of took notes. So we kind of started fucking with them like a little bit. So we started like going over the rat a little get them get them angry. <laughs> and so they started cross-checking like if you went over you're gonna get a slap shot to your back of the leg wow. a stick or a cross check you're getting something and i remember so we were all down we we're playing the rebound game like mm-hmm. uh, whoever is at the top like so, so i remember yeah. musty he's sitting he's sitting in on the dot and his ass is he's like leaned over like on their side a little and uh-huh. he's just eating cross checks from six of them they're just standing there just pushing and he's just going oh back God. he would get pushed over and he'd just go back and it was so funny finally refs came out but like they did not like you going on their side of the ice they i think just, they just don't like americans at this point yeah i mean i don't oh know my god it was it was nuts but you gotta was, try and find nuts. the video i don't know yeah, if it, I, I know for a fact it was um there was a stream was for on, it no, it was on NHL Network. They showed it. They like showed really? like what, ha- what was the happening. entire warmups. No, they just showed oh. like the clips. Like they were. Oh, I would love to see the clips. I don't even remember them. Yes, no, I don't have it, <laughs> but I remember it. But it was it was a little warm up battle, but it was it was definitely really really cool thing. Yeah, um, obviously a great privilege, and that's you amazing that you had that experience. Any. Buddy on that team, or like you know, I know you mentioned the Finns like being pretty good. Any of your teammates or any other countries that you're like, man, like these guys are on the map and they're pretty good, or yeah, obviously, yeah. obviously watching we didn't play Canada, but obviously watching Canada was ridiculous. Who was on that team? I'm gonna try and find the their roster. Um Barlow. I mean, I don't remember like specific names, but I'll I'll try Matt, and find Matthew that. Wood. Matthew Wood, who's so fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's at uh, UConn right now. I remember that kid. Yeah, I mean, they were they were obviously favored to win. And, like, I remember the games were – they were kind of they were kind of crowded. I mean, the upper bowl was just scouts. like just blocked off the scouts. But yeah. The lower bowl sometimes would be kind of crowded. Like, obviously, like, we, we kind of brought a little crowd. And then like once the game started to get more serious, like that's when the crowds would start coming. But Canada would sell out the lower bowl, and it was just like, oh, it's it in was what? So, it was what in it was Red Deer. In, it was in Red Deer, yeah. Yeah, so obviously yeah. they were yeah, selling out. So that's expected. Did your parents go? Yeah, yeah my parents did go. Yeah, hey. so they spent the, yeah, they spent the week, and then they hung out with like a bunch of like all all the parents did like fun stuff with um each other like out there, and then well, yeah, it's like on on our days off, like. 
since they were like slow, like we'd have practice or we'd go to the rink and stretch at like 10 a.m. or something. And then we like they would they took us to like a golf course, like in the mountains, kind of. Um, what else did they do with us? I'm not sure, but I remember they took us to a golf course. They took us bowling one time. They just kept us moving. Well, yeah, I think not, they, I mean, there's no point in sitting in your, in your hotel room. Yeah. And I remember we were in our hotel one time and we were all eating dinner. And then like, we would obviously like, walk out like when we're done. I remember this guy, this like super fan, like every day. Of, would of USA or just the tournament? No, of the tournament of Canada. He was wearing Canada. He, he, had, like, <laughs> he would stand outside our, our hotel and every day he'd ask us for autographs. And we'd be like, we, we already signed this. Like, I want you to sign again. Yeah, oh, man. I, well, he knew. Like, I mean, he knew that the yeah. type of stage that you guys are on. I mean, obviously, yeah. I'm looking at Team Canada's ro- roster from that tournament. You had Caleb uh, Ritchie, Brandon Yeager, I think, who was projected to go top 10 this year. Yeah. Uh, Ethan Gauthier, uh, Matthew Wood, as you said, and I th- uh, Tanner Howe. Uh, that, uh, uh, Sarge, I don't know if you know this, but this Tanner Howe kid has been playing with Connor Bedard for the last three years. Yeah. So, so you can tell that he has a few points. He's, he's... Let me check. He had four yeah, points I mean... in that tournament. Yeah. Like right now, he has 45 points in 32 games. And yeah, he's what, I mean... 17? Yeah. Yeah. These, these kids, those kids were ridiculous. I mean, they were in our hotel too. And I remember someone got, someone on our team got trapped in the elevator with, bunch of canadians and like players so, or like parents yeah, or super fans so someone someone no uh players so someone on our team got trapped with like five canadians so it's definitely awkward and then he he like he got out on a floor early and he i remember he goes like good luck boys and they go well, thanks bud like they all just buddy bombed him and he felt horrible about himself he's like I just got buddy bombed by the Canadians. Like they think their shit don't <laughs> stick. Like it was, it was so funny. I, I remember him telling us the story. Oh yeah, but I it, it was pretty. It was pretty. It was pretty funny story. Pretty interesting. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Danny, you got any? I have like a, I have a few questions, like for like wrapping up wise. But um, do you have any? Yeah, really quick. Since we're on the Holinka Gretzky Cup, anyone from your team that you kind of want to give a little bit of a shout out? Anyone that, you know, I mean, obviously I know some of these players, obviously Musty, I watched him at Nationals when he was at the Avalanche before he went to the OHL, really special player. I think he's projected to go in the first round this year in the NHL draft. Yeah, he, he should. He's tearing up that. The yeah, OHL. I think he had like seven game. points. He had yeah, seven points in one game like last week, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, he, he – What is – is that pretty good? All phantom assists. Yeah, I know he's he's no, he's a special he's, player. Yeah, he's he's, 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 he's talented. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah, Anyone else that you want to kind of just be like, hey, you know what? I want to give a quick shout out to this and this person. Just it doesn't have to be obviously uh, a player due to his performance. Just anyone on the team that you're like, you know, I mean, what? I kinda, that guy's a beauty. I kind of hung out with. I mean, there was it was kind of there was kind of like clicks going on. Like you mm. say, I don't want to say clicks, but. There was like the guys who were playing like poker. I remember Musty was playing. Musty was cards. leading the way. Yeah, he was playing in his room. I remember he was playing cards with a few guys. I mean, I was hanging out with Connor Brown, Griffin Erdman, Will McDonough, just a couple like 
other show guys and it was just it was just kind of like you kind of like fit in like where you fit in i mean everyone obviously got along and everyone hung out together i remember we had a water slide at our hotel so oh my god we all we all took advantage of that so. children like we all we would all go in a train together and it was just and then when we uh when we got ruled out of the tournament like we were going for the fifth place now we uh like not everyone used to go in the hot tub and water slide but then it was like we were like mandatory water slide like tomorrow, in the group chat mandatory, mandatory water slide at 7 p.m yeah it was just kind of just funny like that but yeah. i mean awesome. I, it was it was, a, it was a really good time i mean yeah I mean, the experience, I mean, you, like you were saying, oh I mean, I, God, yeah. I, I think I was texting you during it, like the amount of just scouts, NHL scouts that were there were, oh, it was were ridiculous. I mean, every, every NHL GM was there. I mean, really? Uh, Even the GMs yeah. were there? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I know he's not a GM, but I remember walking past like Jason Spezza. Oh, yeah. Then, oh, yeah. He's I mean, a special I, assistant to the GM now for Toronto. And I didn't realize like how big of a guy he is. Like tall, right? Like, yeah, and like, yeah, like fit, he's huge. Like, yeah. And I remember walking boy. by and I was like, I was like, You wanted to go one on one. One on one. You're like, yeah, I, I could like, stop you. I was like, Yeah, that that's Jason Spezza. Like yeah, that's an like, NHL like, Hall of like, Famer you don't, potentially. Yeah, like you don't walk you don't walk past Jason Spezza every day. Like no. You don't walk past like those guys every, like I remember kind of walking by Kyle Davidson like Jamal Blackhawks like I was like oh like I see him on TV all the time like yeah, from Chicago there like, he is the news. you know like oh and, like, just walk by him like like Montreal GM there you know? Kent, yeah Kent Hughes yeah I mean it makes sense I mean it's awesome it's got to put a lot of pep in your step too like a lot of motivation like seeing this guy and you're you're kind of building yourself into that situation where you're like yeah I mean it was kind of like it was kind of like the first like the first time like you're you're playing in front of those NHL guys so like obviously first impressions are huge in the hockey world so I mean everyone just trying to let leave their mark on those scouts but most poorly play for their country and try to win so yeah that, for was, sure. that was probably the, the coolest thing was just to be able to like play for your country and I yeah. thought it was I thought it was so cool like you know, like you see like Team USA, like Miracle, like all huddle around the net, like before, like like we did that. I thought it was so cool. And it's like the USA on three. And it's just, yeah, that's it's like you, I could see that. One, two, three. Yeah, four, five, five. yeah, it was like you grew up as a kid, like oh, like I want to do that one day. Like, yeah, here, like, who, who like, do you play you for? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're like USA. Yeah, it was, it was so cool, and then it was just all around. It was, just, it was such a cool experience. Yeah. Daniel, you got anything else? You guys don't play the steel, right? No, we don't. Oh, we play in the West. Yeah, God. we play in the West, so we only play the Western Conference. Oh, I was going to say, I was like... Let's I, go make a trip, though. Eight-hour uh, eight drive. Enjoy that. I All mean, right. unless... I mean, I got to look at your schedule to see maybe potentially something that's a lot closer, because no offense, yeah. I love you, Sharpie, but... Not driving yeah. eight hours. I, I don't blame you. I, I, I'd, I'd rather just I watch on uh, TV. Back. Yeah. I'd rather just Nothing. watch on TV on that one. Nothing wrong with that, yeah. Or I'll see you over the summer. Yeah, definitely. Um, go, go ahead, Zach. All right, or just yeah, wrapping it up. Is, They're both Zach. Uh, are you 
like looking forward, like to college and, and playing at Western Michigan, or are you kind of focused on your day to day and what you're doing now, or is it like a combination? I mean, obviously, like that's I'm not going in next year, so I'm going to take another. I'm going to take my first gap year and go back to the SHL. So I think about it sometimes, and like I watch their games. Sometimes you're like, oh yeah, like, it's going to be so cool to play it. I remember like the Michigan Western Michigan game, like. The student section, I was like, oh, it's going to be so cool to play in front of. But I don't think about it, like, all the time, like, playing there. But, like, yeah, like I, my main focus is Sioux Falls right now and being the best player I can and getting myself ready to play college hockey. So, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Good mindset for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you mentioned, like, a lot of other people that, you know, coaches, stuff like that, that you kind of gave some shout-outs to uh, besides – Dan, like the older brother here. Um, any other like shout outs or um I feel like you, you got everybody. I mean, JT. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> my buddy. Um, shout out to my probably brother. shout out my boy JT. Um no. <laughs> yeah, she said it. I, mean, I don't know. What do you mean I you don't know? Mom. Are you kidding me? Come on, maybe Ab- my mom. Ab- Ab- my mom, my mom. There you go. My mom coached me for a while, so Obviously, get a lot of thanks to her for coaching me and teaching me how to play. So, her, I've seen Dan and Doug at Bridgedale. There you that's go. A, that's Obviously, how we met by B. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Bridgedale. I mean, Bridgedale, I, I get a lot of thanks to Bridgedale. I mean, not every day you can go to the rink and skate every day and then go mm-hmm. to school. So, I mean, it was, it was, I awesome. thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I was skating with good players too so who who, who, ta- who taught you at bridge day you yeah and what did i tell you you are lazy sometimes and you're like yeah. no no dude and i'm like wait till you get to the ushl and then i'm glad that you saw that guy with the tattoo on his back and you're like whoa i gotta pick it up yeah, a little. <laughs> yeah you think he, yeah. you think i uh, you think he's lazy uh-uh huh. yeah absolutely yeah um sharpie <clears throat> dude Thanks a lot. Have you ever done like a podcast like this or no? No, it's my it's my first one. Man, I'm serious. You are a natural. Uh yeah, thanks for you g- gave a lot of good stories, a lot of good insights, all that stuff. Yeah. Um yeah. no, taking enough of your time. I know you're getting ready to go to to breakfast with the to boys right now. And, boys. <laughs> so hey, yeah. seriously, uh can't thank you enough. Um keep yeah, your eye out you. for you and yeah. um appreciate everything. Dan, we'll you got keep in touch. Yeah, no, yeah, we'll definitely. keep in touch. Uh Heal up. Obviously, I think the most important thing is, is your mouth, your health. Um, don't go in too early. Talk with the doctors. I don't know why you're smiling. <laughs> I literally just gave this kid a huge like, hey, you know what? I love you. Get better. I hope you're healthy. And then he just starts laughing. Like, Yeah, well, it's hard when you're talking, Dan. You just got that natural. I'm, I'm, I'm serious, man. You got your yeah, I appreciate I appreciate yeah, it. No, I'm serious. You know, take the, yeah. as much time as you can. Talk with your doctors, trainers etc rest up obviously i think the most important thing is is your health especially the fact that you got a puck and stick to your mouth man i can't imagine just ouch yeah but yeah obviously we wish you nothing but the best uh in your yeah. hockey endeavors futures um go sioux falls uh i want to i right. want a stick i want a hat i want a shirt <laughs> maybe what do you mean maybe i'm on the supplies of sticks i only have three right now okay i'm not talking about sticks i want like a nice hat like look at the nice hat that you're wearing let me get let, let me get one all right i'll, I'll see what let I me get, get one maybe a nice workout shirt 
You know, oh, okay. yeah, Dan's a huge workout guy. Yeah, huge workout right. guy. 